Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, your weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, How Goods Footy. We're at that point yeah. where it, it's just, I'm in footy limbo where my team's trying to do some things, some other teams being dickheads and not letting my team do what I want them to do, and we just well, are waiting. Yeah. So, uh, trade period has started, or the free agent trading. Free right? agency period, yeah. yeah. So, we uh, don't have any like huge juicy trades yet, although there's been a few that have been cemented and a done deal, handshakes, it's all happening. Players potentially wearing their new jerseys and having photo shoots today. Uh, so Joe Danaher, I can't remember if we mentioned this last week, but he officially plays the Brisbane Lions now, um, which is probably best case scenario for me if he was leaving, because he hasn't gone to a cunt club that I hate, which is, look, any club minus maybe Brisbane and Geelong. <laughs> Uh, would have become cunts in my head if uh, they took Joey from me. So, um, yeah, Brisbane, I thought about it. I was like, are they cunts? And I said, no. No, they're not. I'm glad he's happy. And he looks happy. <sighs> he looks stoked. Yeah. he. Um... And I'm not going to lie. I think I love him. I think I love him already. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's the, this is the best case scenario for the podcast because we can still get excited when Joey pins the ears back and kicks him from 65. Yeah, when he's twirling yeah. those fucking fingers on the gabber. Fucking... Yeah. It's going to be big. Um, Isaac Smith now plays for Geelong. He, uh, he's he been like, I've had enough of uh, Hawthorne. Three premierships was a lot, but uh, maybe I can get a fourth over Geelong. Yeah. And, uh, Greedy. Yeah, this is a, this is an interesting one. Um, well, yeah, I didn't think we were in the running for him. And then apparently Chris Scott made a, like personally made a late push to him. Because I think it was all a done deal that he was going to Melbourne. That was... The kind of indication, yeah, right? it was, yeah, it's pretty much done. Um, Tom, I don't yeah. know about this one. This one reeks of it's gonna come back and hurt you. I it seems weird. 
Because I feels, think he's on juicy money. And then you hear things like Sam Managola wants a bit more money, wants a better deal. And it's kind of like, Tom, if you're a if you're a list manager, if you're a Terry Wallace right now, you pick Managola ahead of Smith, surely. I, as a, I as would a player, have thought. As a wingman. The only thing the only thing I was thinking was does Menegola want more like midfield midfield minutes? Um I think he just wants more money. No, but is like do we also know that maybe he said right I've I've enjoyed playing on the wing. I'd love to be on the ball a bit more. I don't yeah. know. Don't know. I mean, um, to be honest Tom, it's his job. So like he probably just wants more money. Like that's a very fair enough yeah. thing for a player to want. To be like, oh, I'm actually better than the contract I have. I would like more money. He's still in contract. I'm pretty sure for another twelve. Like we've got one. one, Like he's out of contract into next season, I believe. Look, if we got Isaac Smith and we won a flag as a result of getting Isaac Smith, and he played in a fourth premiership, and we kept and Menegola played and then Mm. left. If we had a premiership, I'd be okay with it. I reckon I'll be fine. I reckon I'll cop that. Tom, um, how do you feel about all It feels weird, these- though, because Menegola had a huge year, but also didn't feature very prominently in the uh, BNF. I think he was like seventh or eighth. Ooh. Um, Tensions. Tensions down the highway. Yeah, Oof. it's like that's an interesting the way it sort of played out. Uh, like our, our best of errors just happened, so we had uh, Cam Guthrie, our one, which I think is the fucking best thing ever, uh, gave a speech... That just cements in my mind that Cam Guthrie may be one of the best blokes of all time. Mm-hmm. In which he was like, I didn't think that there's anyone in this club, in this team, who played over the last this year who could win an individual award. I think this belongs to everybody. And you're like, you won it though, mate. It belongs to you. But nice of you to think yep. you could give it, you could share it amongst your peers. Um, he just seems like a lovely bloke, and uh, good on him. But yeah, minute. So I think it was. Uh, Guthrie's one, Hawkins two, Blitzarv's third, um, and then Dangerfield and Duncan rounded out the top five. Um, what is interesting is considering that we are an older club and you know we bring in Isaac Smith and we become older again and yep. we pretend we will definitely get Sean Higgins. That's I guess one of those. It's basically done, but it's a trade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think is is um, is Smith three years. For you, no, I think you yeah. offered him two. I think Hawthorne offered him one, Geelong offered him two, Melbourne offered him three. Oh, and he went for two? Yeah. I think there's a trigger for a third if he meets certain game requirements. Oof. He's, what is he, 31, 32? 30. 30, okay, interesting. He's the same age as Danger. Yeah. So he's old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't hey, be signing Danger has, for three has years a, either. <laughs> If he has a 30-plus renaissance like 32-year-old Tom Hawkins, I'll be very fucking happy. I don't think he will. I don't think no. Smith's going to get any better. It's a weird it's- choice for me. I don't think... I think, yeah. I would well, I, the, the, only, the, only reason, the only reason I see it potentially being on the cards is there's more chance that Jordan Clark's going home to WA than, than the club's letting on. Um, and Smith would be a, a wing coverage for... for Clark going, but as far as I've heard, Clark staying for another two years. It's weird. There's a Tom, lot of players at Geelong that are kind of all over the shop all of a sudden. Tom, if anything, getting Smith is going to make Jordan Clark go. Well, what the fuck? How long am I going to have to wait to break into this team? I'm out yeah. of here. Yeah, yeah, and that's and I don't want that. Clark's a fucking jet. He's quick. Mm. He can kick long. He's he's also nineteen twenty. Like, 
I wonder. Yeah, it's weird. How it's many weird. players at the club thought that they were going to be holding premiership medals this year, and therefore had wild plans for twenty twenty one, thinking that they were going to have won a flag, but they haven't. So now they're kind of stuck in this weird limbo. Like Jordan Clark or whatever might have been like, "Yeah, fuck, I'll go home," or like. Yeah, the um, Menangola wanting more money. He'd be like, well, I'm a premiership player now. This is all chill. But then all of a sudden, you didn't win. Yep. So, And he didn't get the All-Australian Guernsey? Because if you yeah. get an All-Australian, you get an automatic pay bump. Yeah. Yeah. I just think the Smith one's interesting because uh, do you, did they say what the contract was? Like how much money? It wasn't a lot. Like it wasn't bank break. It wasn't the Jeremy Cameron deal, which is reportedly well, uh, no. 950 over six years. Yeah, but which is Isaac again Smith. interesting, Tom, because Geelong typically don't pay huge money to players. I think the reason they've made the deal big is because it sounded like, I, from a thing I was reading today, it sounded like Stephen Wells and the Geelong people were very shocked that the Giants matched the offer. Yeah, I think they thought we'll just price the Giants out of it because it sounds like they don't have the money, and I don't necessarily think the Giants have the money because everyone knows that a trade will just get done. But I think Geelong were like, fuck, all right. Well, we've got to trade for him to get across here. Yeah, didn't the Giants offer him 700 Yep. So they've suddenly found 200000 a year for five years. Like it's, yeah. And he said he's not going back. He'll sit no. it out if he has to go back to that. Correct. He'll just, he'll go to the preseason draft and Geelong will just take him with a pick. It'll be Jack Martin all over again where Gold Coast got fuck all for him and Carlton got the player they wanted. Tom, I wouldn't risk... Him going through the preseason draft. No, I, I don't imagine that. North, North think... Melbourne, mate. North Melbourne will fucking froth at that. Oh, what about? Uh, They'll be like, a... what do you want? Nine hundred? We'll give you eighteen. We'll give you one point eight million. We don't care. <laughs> well, we'll I name hear... the entire football club after you. I hear uh, that one certain club has both a war chest and a gaping hole in their forward line. Uh, so yeah, maybe maybe him going to the draft is a good thing. It's... Yeah, send Jez yes. to the draft. Joel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, your club is interesting at the moment because they seem to be going after midfield, mm. which is good. You got to bolster the midfield. Maybe you can get Heppel onto the halfback line. You can sort of rejig a few things. It looks yeah. pretty exciting. But but there's nothing to kick. There's nothing to kick to. Yeah, Sean. I don't no. know if you remember, uh, but when our midfield is on, it's on, and when our defense is on, it's impenetrable. Uh, the defense now has a hole in it. Um, the ball is going to get stuck in defense. Uh, because the player that runs it out isn't there anymore. Both well, players that run it out aren't there anymore. Both players? McKenna. Oh, right. Yeah. That's true. I forgot about McKenna. Sorry, buddy. No, that's all right. That's retirement. And then, I mean, I saw a Gaelic football highlight where he fucking just like ignited the pitch. And I was like, fuck, that'd be good still in an Essendon jersey, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess they're feeling that. I mean, a midfielder. Then push Heppel into halfbacks, so and then maybe Heppel can fill the gap. But yeah, um, I don't know if you remember, but uh, yeah, we didn't kick many goals this year because our forward line is uh, patchy. It's our biggest weakness. It is definitely injury prone, but also like we're gonna lose like Arazio as well. Uh, I know he plays a little higher up in the ground, but he does kick goals. Yeah, but yeah. also to point out. The, the forward players that you're losing to other clubs mm. have rarely been on the field anyway. So those That's problems sick. already exist. I just yeah, find actually, it strange that point. you guys didn't seem to have a legitimate crack at Jeremy Cameron. You're not really seeming to be into Ben Brown, which is, to me, the obvious one. I think Essendon should get oh, Ben Brown. 
Right. Like you've got a guy who can kick 60 goals a year. Yeah. And, and for some reason, no one's really into him except Melbourne. Yep. He's he's Danaher. He's basically Danaher. He's big. He can mark. He can kick goals, and he can play in the ruck when you need him to. Like, I wonder hmm. if Essendon are going to uh, kind of be like cheeky cunts because everything's going too easy so far. And uh, so I don't know if they're going to be like, no, we are into Ben Brown, but they're just keeping him on the down low so that Melbourne make like a kind no, of no. He's now nah, Ben Brown's already no. said I'm going to Melbourne. Yeah, oh, he's going to go to Melbourne. I missed that today. Yep. And yeah, Hogan, Mitch Brown and Ben Giants. Brown, same team. The Brown brothers. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Tom, you're right. Hogan has gone to the Giants. Oh, he will. He's, he will he's nominated them, and that's going to happen. So, yeah, that's another one. I mean, Collingwood and Essendon, for me, are the two teams that are screaming out for a Ben Brown or a Jesse Hogan, and they've done fuck all. Essendon, weirdly, I don't really understand what their strategy is for not trying to have a crack, and Collingwood, because their list manager is a fuckwit, Mm. And they have no money. That feeling. Well, they're busy. They 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 can't approach anyone to get into the club because they're too fucking busy trying to trade a guy who doesn't <laughs> want to leave. Yeah. And so they're like, no, no, we'll send you to Gold Coast to be with your partner. He's like, no, all right. If you want to trade me out, I'm staying in Victoria and I want to play for a successful club. I didn't I didn't leave the Giants to go to you guys to then go develop on the Gold Coast for fucking five years. I want to win yeah. a flag. Yeah. It's that's just the the fact that you have a a. a, a Player with the talent of Trelaw that uh-huh. you paid a lot of money and a lot of and a big trade to get him. Yeah, and now you are like, oh no, we don't have the confidence that you'll be able to have a long distance relationship and be a good player. Like, what the fuck does that say that they're more prepared to support a guy who sexually assaulted somebody than someone who's like, no, 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 I want to do make this work. They're both like both him, both Trelaw and his partner are both professional athletes and have had conversations where I think he even said in in an interview that they were always prepared to potentially play in different states because she's a netballer and if she gets picked for the Australian team, for example, she has to play overseas. Yeah, it's not like... It seems fucking stupid. It's not not like it that... They've both got career. It's not like that either of them are coming into a career now where they're like, oh, no, I have to travel and this is real bad or we've only been dating for six months and now one of us is moving... They've both been in their professions for a while. And yeah, this probably isn't wasn't exactly like part of the plan, but it's not going to be like... Trelaw's not going to be being like, guys, I can't play this week. I'm just too heartbroken because I miss my partner. Yeah, he said that's not going to be an issue. And if you're no. a club, like surely at a football club, the idea is you create an environment that supports players like that. Yeah. Like you create a supportive, welcoming environment where he's like, you know, I'm struggling a bit this week, but I'm ready to play. Mm. Oh no, we want you out. Like it's just it I mean, it reeks of a club that paid him a fuckload of money last year because they were worried he was gonna leave and now don't have that money to retain him and to go again, they are they are fighting harder to keep a sexual assault fuckhead than I like a grub like Dugowie. It's just think bizarre. There might be a few things in that comparison that uh make it obvious that that's the case. So Dugowie is out of contract, right? But, like, will definitely stay at Collingwood. But I reckon there's a big chance that just no one wants him for that exact reason. Because he could be in jail by the start of next season. Well, that's it. That, that's a big uh, cloud hanging over him. So, he's... But Collingwood have shown that they don't, don't give a fuck about discretions like that. Things off the field do not matter to them. You could fucking kill a guy and then probably play for Collingwood the next week. And Eddie would pay off everyone. I mean, you could be, like, um, former... Brand, uh, 
former Collingwood player and uh, Brownlow medalist Dane Swan and punch a man in the head so bad he has brain permanent brain damage and then go on to keep playing for the club for the rest of your life and be a legend. Yeah. There's a lot of fucked things at Collingwood, uh, both on the field and off the field. They're fucked from the ground up. But I reckon they're just trying to get rid of Trelaw because they know that he's a good player and a good person, so he'll fit in any club. What position does Trelaw play? <laughs> he's a midfielder. Fuck. What's his boot like? <laughs> no, he's not, a, he's not a good kick. That's yeah, I know. That was his, I know that was the big thing this season. That's the him. thing with, with Collingwood, though, too, is they're playing him as an outside midfielder, and he's not. Like, he's an in-and-under grunt footballer. Get it, get, and he can hurt you on the outside as well, but his skill set is How old is he? in-and-under. How many years do you reckon he's got he's left pro- in him? He's probably oh. 26. Yeah. 25, you know- 26. He'd have, he'd have six or seven years in him for sure. Do you know what player, uh, terrible kick off the boot, uh, but once they became like an in and under midfielder, got a little bit tougher, kind of stood up when they had to, uh, went on to captain a team, you know, kick, in, kick the occasional goal, Joe Watson. Uh, so let's just get him to Essendon anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's bizarre because then um, the other thing too that I'm hearing out of- Joe, Joe Watson had a kid today, actually. Yeah, named really? So future father, son, yeah. Yeah, Wolf. Wolf, Wolf Watson. Yeah. yeah Wolf. Hang on, his name is Wolf? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wolf Joe Watson. Watson's the most cooked <laughs> bloke in the world. That is insane. His partner's name is... Oh, fuck. What is it? Because her name and Wolf form something. I can't remember what it was, but I remember reading that and being like, that's interesting. Fuck, hang on. Give me one second. Her name's Ware. So- <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty sick name. I can't wait for the team of 2030 or whatever it'll be. 20... 20- 50, say, with Wolf Watson winning a Brownlow medal. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. No, but the, back, back, back to the, the um, shambles that are Collingwood. The other thing that's oh, weird. Virginia. That- it's Virginia. Oh, that- Virginia Wolf. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And Wolf's middle name is Odin. Wolf Fuck. Odin Watson. Oh, that's a powerful fucking name. <laughs> fucking hell. Can you sign him to- these, uh, Guys, this is what it is. Dodora's saving picks so they can get Wolf. <laughs> Wolf He's stockpiling. Odin. The war chest. The war chest is on hold He's for that, 18 years. <laughs> He's taken one look at that kid and realised that he, that kid's initials are wow and gone, bang, get him in. <laughs> Fuck. And also, uh, when Job posted the picture of Wolf- uh, he said, unfortunately, Nate, mate, I think you look more like your dad than your mom. Fucking hell. He's probably got the football gene too. Oh, bloody hell. Going to uh, rock some double denim and be pretty good at making coffee post footy as well. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. Wolf Odin Watson. Well, congratulations, um, Job. Yeah. You're, uh, you're a legend in my heart and in the fucking commentator box, you uh, just do not fit, but that's okay. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's the most, it's the biggest case of someone failing up into a commentary position because he's just, he's got nothing. It's just what? nothing there, Job. It's also interesting. And like, this is a totally different situation, but it's so fucked that like Channel 7, I didn't even think about it until just now. He's a drug cheat in theory, like on paper, Job Watson is a drug cheat. Yeah. And they've employed him. What the fuck? That only just clicked to me. That's insane. Yep. I mean, they don't care. I mean, on the scale of things, Joe Watson has done the bad thing based on a bunch of other things. But um, he's a, he's he passes the good bloke test, unlike a few oh, others. No, that well, that's what I mean. Panel. Like, I mean, like also like everything that's come out of it. Like the the whole Essendon saga was very mishandled by almost every single person involved. 
Joe Watson. There was one person who handled it beautifully, and that was Stephen Dank, because he just made sure those documents disappeared. (laughs) Uh, Medical doctor and a magician. Yeah, never. Just what what documents? I don't know. I don't even have any hands. I couldn't possibly (laughs) open a document. Um, But yeah, like that whole thing was fucked. So like, yeah, like I. It's just like on paper, he's a drug cheat. Like again, like I think he's a legend, but it's just so weird to offer him the job. It's not like that. He's like. They're like, oh, fuck, we'll look past the fact that, yeah, he uh, retired kind of in disgrace. Uh, but because he's fucking lighting up the commentary box. He's just being like, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm looking after Kale's uh, turtle this weekend. Uh, yeah, got to go feed him after the game. Like, that's the kind of shit you're getting. <laughs> Which I love, but... Fuck. Um, hey, boys, just on Essendon, we should just mention um, Dr. Bruce Reed. Yes. Yeah. Um. Essendon's club doctor for phew, at least thirty years, I yeah. reckon. He passed away this week. I think Since he had, existed. I think he like. had cancer. Is that right? I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, it was a. Um, I think it was cancer. It was definitely like a long term illness. Yeah, yeah. but um, fucking yeah, hell! So. Like he's been there for like I heard Kevin Sheedy talking about him and just saying that like he is Essendon basically. Like he's yeah. been the club doctor for every player and every player's family for you know for decades. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they all they all fucking love him. Yeah. He sounded like a great guy, too. Well, he was just inducted into their Hall of Fame, too, as a legend. Um, literally, yeah. I, th- I I, don't know. Maybe, I guess, if they know it was a long-term illness, I'm not sure about the timing of it, whether they knew he was not doing so great. So they were like, we better get him in. So he's in the Hall of Fame, the Essendon Hall of Fame, yeah. as a legend. So I think he's been around for a, bi- a billion years at that club. Yeah. He would be the only club doctor to be probably in a Hall of Fame, let alone legend status. Well, I think so, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of any others, and the only ones that probably would be are those that, like, from way back when who were also presidents at some point. And yeah. Used to yeah. Be, you know, it's... um. Although, I'll tell you what, the the bloke of the Bulldogs has been there for as long as I've watched footy, I reckon. The Bulldogs? The guy with the long hair on the bench. Yeah. Well, there you go. Maybe there he'll go. get a Bulldogs legend long hair doctor status. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, hmm. But, you know... Enough good news and sort of not good news, but reflecting on good people. Back to reflecting yeah. on bad people in yeah. Collingwood. Yeah. Um, the other issue that they're facing is, so my check's apparently going to re-sign, but there's an issue with his salary because he's probably worth a bit and was looking at other options, as you yeah. do. Mason Cox is on a fair bit of money and they're looking at maybe he's apparently very gettable, according to word on the street. Um Stevenson is on the on the table as well. If any clubs wanted him, they could take. Like it feels like mm. Collingwood are doing a fire sale because they're broke. Yeah, they're. It sounds like they're just trying to hold on to a couple of key players that they think are going to be instrumental in their like fl- like flag chase again next year. But then there's a lot of like talent in quotation marks. Jaden Stevenson sucks shit, and I hate him. Uh, that's available. Uh, that they yeah they're just trying to shed so that they get more money so they can pay these stars to stay. But also, watch Collingwood trade out fucking four of these cunts that everyone's like, oh, we love these people at Collingwood, and then sign someone fucked because they, they'll they do exactly what Geelong's trying to do and just like be like, we're just missing one fucking superstar. Sign it for a year or two. We're going to win flags. Yeah, I guess the difference is Geelong are like, we're going to get a superstar who's a good footballer and has never been charged with sexual assault. Yeah. Um, where, um, yeah. yeah. Collingwood are fucked, and I hate them. And I hate everyone that plays for them except maybe Trelaw. I'd love that. I'd love every club to just not deal with Collingwood this this season <laughs> and just 
Because then their salary cap's just completely cooked. They'll have no room whatsoever to move. So sure. I reckon, yeah, don't don't take Mason Cox. Don't take Trelaw. Don't take anybody. Don't take Stevenson. Just let them cop it. Let that fuckwit list manager they've got just fucking stew. Sean, are you telling yeah. me that Eddie Maguire wouldn't make that problem disappear? <sighs> he, players would mysteriously die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, he's a corrupt cunt. Plus, plus you've got to factor in that their soft cap next year is absolutely fucked because they got fined about four times for different <laughs> COVID breaches involving also, the coach. Yeah. Just on that soft cap, Tom, like Collingwood, I think, is a club that will feel that more than, say, Brisbane. Because yeah. Brisbane don't already didn't have as many coaches. You remember that, that image of the Collingwood coaches box on a game day where they had like 25 people in there? Yep. Like a club like Brisbane have like five people in there. Mm. So we don't have to really – we've had like job cuts and stuff in, at the Lions, but it hasn't been yeah. to the extent that some of these other clubs are going to get hit. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's going it's, it's to be fascinating to see how all this plays out. Um, I suspect, and this is me just going out on a limb, as much as I would love for Collingwood to – I just think that it'll just go away. Yeah, it'll just something. It, it's a bit like how um, Essendon all of a sudden get pick seven for Danaher when they absolutely shouldn't have got pick seven as compensation for Danaher. Uh, I I disagree. It's big. It's and I've seen people cracking the shits about Danaher all the last two days or whatever. Yeah, it's not based on the the player. It's based on the contract. So Brisbane offered him three year deal that's worth. Uh, I think just over eight hundred thousand dollars. So yeah. then he's in the top five percent players in that oh, okay. bracket. Therefore, he's banned one compensation, which is first round pick. That's how they do it. It's not. I mean, that's how they did it in this instance. Yeah. I don't know what all the different fucking things they come up. But that that's <laughs> from what I've heard today. That's how they do it. So Brad okay. Crouch got off at four years at six hundred. Now he got four years at six hundred thousand dollars. So it didn't. He didn't. Qualify for the top down. 5%. He was the next yeah. category. Or actually, the, a, a category after. He was the third category because you can go first round pick, end of first round, or second round. I think they got second That's round. Right. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. I think the issue that always gets conflated with this is people always bring up Buddy Franklin being pick 18 or 19. But people forget that the reason he was pick 18 or 19 was because he was the first pick after Hawthorne's first round pick and they won the fucking premiership that year. So exactly. their first pick yeah. was 18. If yep. he had played for Adelaide this yep. year, it would have been be two. Yeah, pick two. Yeah, yep. that's yeah. It's never going to be. I think they should maybe get rid of the whole system, but um, I don't know. It is what it is. Like it's yeah. it's, it's a not weird like system. The, the Danaher ones are starting to annoy me a bit because everyone's kind of like, oh, how come Brad Crouch is only picked twenty three? Danaher hasn't fucking played. Blah blah blah. It's because Brisbane value him to eight hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. If Brisbane yeah. only offered him six hundred thousand, we'd be looking at a you know second round pick, and Essendon would have matched it, and we'd be you know trading. Yeah. It's just the way it is. Yeah. I, um, it's interesting. I will say this- on that Sorry. though, from the Essendon point of view, uh, I've been. Pretty impressed with the majority, like, I would say, like, 99% of the comments I've seen about this trade have been like, we'll miss you, Joe, but you look happy and that's good, which I was not expecting. I'll tell you what, Joel, yeah. the response would have been way different 12 months ago. I think yeah. it's because it's it's gone on again and he hasn't quite got it together this year and all of that. And people yeah. are just kind of like, look, it, it, yeah, Essendon would be furious. You would be furious, I think, Joel, if... Yeah. He had played this year and he'd kick 60 goals. Yeah. And then he still wants to leave. And you're like, well, what more can we do? We got you back up and running. But yeah. It's a different yeah. thing. Yeah. And well, that's what I mean. But, um, and also it's- I think the fact that it was sorted out pre trade period 
we didn't fuck around this time. It wasn't like a last minute deal. No one was fucking running to the trade office, fucking waving a piece of paper. Fuck, what trade was that yeah. for? Was that uh, Shield? Yeah, that's right. That was that Shield. Was Shield. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dodoro talks up how he landed Shield and he nearly didn't get him. Carlton were this close. Yeah. And <laughs> like hey, it's fucked. Shield is a player that could very much not be a dissident. Uh, so who knows? But Joel, well. you're you're a big chance to have pick. I think six, seven, and eight. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, depending on what you get for Sard. Yeah. So you've already got I think six and seven. So it's a good starting point. I yeah. wouldn't give up too much to get Dunkley. No. Which you would have to. But I can't see the Dunkley thing working out. I think you well, should because Bulldogs just get, want a player. They don't want to pick. Yeah. Just get Caldwell from um, the Giants for your midfield and then focus on getting a forward somehow. Yeah. I don't know how you do it now. <laughs> yeah, like all the big key forwards are gone, basically. Um, what's what's yeah. what's interesting is just that like with, with the matching and like the bidding thing. So like Essendon clearly go, well, we're not going to match Essendon because their focus right now is on Saad and knowing that the Saad deal probably gets them better placed for Dunkley or Hately or a few other things that they want. I'm like Col- so Hately, scared Caldwell. that uh, Essendon's going to fight the Saad deal. That's the... Because Danaher I was stressed about as well. Arazzi, I don't think they'll care too much. Like, they'll probably match it, but they won't fight for him. Because again... No, he's a trade. Just- he's not free agent. He's a trade. Yeah. Um, he won't get much. No. Nah. No. Well, he, he also barely played this season. Yeah. Yeah. This is why I'm not a list manager, but if I was... I don't like I don't and I don't know why some clubs don't do this. You know, every now and then you've got a team that just sort of struggles and they're crying out for a full forward. Brisbane were like that for, you know, yeah. ever since Jonathan Brown retired. Essendon are like that right now. It's a bad year to do this because we didn't have a lot of like footy competitions because of um COVID. Yeah, COVID. But I don't know why recruiters don't go for the mature age guy in the local league who's kicking 150 goals a year. Sure. Just try and whip Pods one the of them out. Whip one of them out, put him on minimum wage. Yeah, a Pods Yardley yeah. type. He, we won a premiership <laughs> with Pods Yardley. He was on like fuck all money, came from the VFL, was 28. Yep. You know, Essendon need to look at their 900. forward line, right? And mm-hmm. go, we've got Tipper, we've got Stringer. Um, who else have you got in the sort of small, exciting forward mold? Do you have anybody else? Uh, well, I mean, there's Mosquito, but he's done his ACL. Um, there's. Yeah. So maybe bring in like, you know, last year the Saints grabbed Dan Butler from Richmond. Yeah. So maybe maybe you go after Higgins from Richmond, you steal him away because I think Carlton's going to get him. You get right. some excitement happening in the forward line and then you go to the local league and you find two blokes who kicked 100 plus goals. Yeah. And you go, right, full forward, center half forward. No one's ever done this. Let's just have a fucking crack. Yeah. At least they're going to be a target. Even if they're not up to standard, they're going to create a contest, bring the ball yeah. to the ground. Just got to get something happening. I'm just yeah. scared Essendon's not going to do anything with the forward line. Peter yeah. Wright, is he available? Is he's, he still- he's gettable, yeah. Go for him. He's huge. Takes a good mark. Essendon, yeah. Wouldn't Essendon- be worth a heap. Essendon's a weird club when it comes to trade period, which is why I'm still, I'm a little less scared because of how quickly the Danaher thing was done, but fuck, sometimes they, like some years we do a lot, other years we do nothing except just lock down trades and make everyone else's life worse for no real reason. Um, last year is a good example of that. Uh, yeah. But yeah. But yeah, if we just like get stuff done, bring in a few new players, that'll be good. Trade for Mitch Brown, get him back. You get him Do in it. there. Yeah, you gotta get put. You gotta get creative in the forward yeah, line. Put him fucking center half forward. He's tall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Get it's... the Brown brothers. Trade with Melbourne now. They've locked in mid, uh, Ben Brown, but just get him. A brothers deal. And it, people are constantly like, just because they got the last, the same last name, they're not brothers. But I'm going to keep calling them brothers because they are brothers. The Brown brothers. I love it. Yeah, I just it's 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 interesting, and I. It, it was weird. It seemed like there were so many forwards available, but it's like now Brown's gone, Hogan's gone in like the first three or four days. Mm. I mean, Cameron, pe- Collingwood people on Twitter are like, I don't understand why Collingwood didn't go harder for Cameron. And it's like Cameron wasn't interested in going to Collingwood. Apparently, Geelong have been going after him for about three years and we're just like, when you're ready, you come, you give us a buzz, come to <laughs> us. No one else was apparently yeah. in the running for Cameron at all. So, I, yeah, I, I feel like... If you're Collingwood, don't try to get rid of Mason Cox. You've got no forward line. If you lose Mason Cox, you can't get anyone in because there's no one floating around. Like unless Essendon yeah, are going to try and do Collingwood a favour and try and take like Mason Cox, which I again would hate. I don't want any of those except Trelaw playing for my club because they're all cards. <laughs> um, yeah, no. If you if you were going to go Mason Cox, I would instead. Decline that and go for two meter Peter from the Suns. <laughs> Imagine having a bloke on your team called Two Meter Peter. It's so oh, good. Love it. He'll be clunking marks forever. Uh, yeah. Stringer will be got- Tipper will be taking hangers <laughs> your forward on his fucking line, head. Your forward line's just all nicknames. Yeah, right? I know. So you get oh, two meter yeah. Peter. You get the package. The package. You get you got Tipper. Tipper. There's so many good nicknames in that forward line. Mozzie. Mozzie? Oh, oh fuck. That's just his name. <laughs> No, mosquito you got to moneyball that forward line, Joel. Yeah, I know, I know. You got to, you got to do it. I might get. I watched Moneyball the, the other night. I'm charged up on list management. Fuck. How good did you did you cry during the fucking the ending? It almost kills me every time oh, I see teared it. Teared up. Yeah, it's so good. It's fucking brilliant. It's a five star movie. Oh, it's so fucking good. Fuck. Uh, any other big news happen this week in footy that we've missed? Um, I've got one. Uh, uh, something that I knew was going to happen happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry Taylor very quietly after the best and fairest, after the grand final, after everything had died down, quietly announced that he was hanging up the boots. Yeah, uh, posted a photo of his boots hanging up on a coat <laughs> hanger. <laughs> he's um, such a cool guy. He he's a look. Everyone, when you listen to this episode and we're talking about Harry, go get a glass of milk and a slice of ham. And dip your <laughs> ham in your milk. And just think of Big H and his weird. He 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 wrote a letter to fans thanking them, and even that letter's just really weird. He's like, "I've never been able to run, but thanks for having me." Um, he was like, um, "I hope you've enjoyed uh, laughing, cheering, crying, yelling, and moving your head vertically and horizontally with me over the last X amount of years." It's like what nodding and shaking your head, or just because when he runs, he kind of bobbles his head around like a. Like a bot, he's a he's a weird weird character. But look, yeah, I love him, and uh, you know, great great player for the club. Every all the players talking about him just talked about what a great bloke he was. Like Joel Selwood talked about how he basically got him through some, you know, a lot of the years, and like yeah. you forget that he was Selwood's vice captain for most of Selwood's captaincy. Yep. Um. So it's really nice. I did hear an incredible story about Harry Taylor, though, boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know he loves milk. We know he yep. loves ham. He also yep. loves cognac, um, <laughs> his drink of choice. Uh, Brendan Goddard was being interviewed talking about like trade period this week and was telling yep. a story about how back in the day they played the Australian Rules Series where Ireland came out here. And they go out for a drink. 
afterwards on the on the AFL, you know, Gil's yep. stamping up the money for a couple of beers, and Harry walks into the room that they're all in just with a little glass of cognac. And the <laughs> Irish boys, they were like, that's the best. What is this man? They got around him because, A, Harry Taylor's a nice bloke. Yep. Very approachable, very friendly, <laughs> and yep. he's drinking cognac. So everyone was drinking cognac the whole night. This went at $40 a glass. <laughs> Gil got the bill the next day and was like, what the fuck is this? Who's been drinking all this shit? <laughs> Billy got them all sent home. <laughs> oh, man. That's nah, fucking great. That's Love good. you, Harry. It's, uh, you know, I, I, I think the the upside of Harry is that Blitzarves might get uh, get that All-Australian Guernsey by finally playing at fullback, maybe. Yeah. That, that's juicy. He might I mean, have missed his chance. This is going to sound ridiculous, but him going back probably is why they went for Smith because Blitzarves was playing a lot on the wing as a rotation with Menegola. So maybe yeah. the idea is that you have Smith and Menegola on the wing together. Speaking of fans not being supportive, Hawthorne fans, filthy yeah. at Isaac Smith, angry at Geelong. How had Geelong have got this much money in their salary cap? It's like, what What do you mean? Like, oh, they keep getting all these superstars. We No, we just get players who want to come back to Geelong. The only so, player we're paying a fuckload of money is Cameron. So I'm glad that uh, this has come up again because, uh, Sean, I actually wanted to ask you something about this. Because uh, something with the Geelong, and Isaac Smith is also to blame for this, uh, but something that I haven't really liked about this is uh, Isaac Smith constantly talking, well, not constantly, but it's come up a couple of times, how he's won Geelong some games off his boot already. <laughs> yeah. I did say that. Yeah, I'm, I don't think I'm a he's fan. A cunt. He's a fucking cunt. <laughs> oh, nah, rude. Tom, Tom, I can. I don't like Hawthorne, but I can sympathise with the fans. Like, this is a disgusting move by him. You could Hawthorne supporters would prefer him at any other club except Geelong. Yeah, it's a it's borderline disgraceful. I think. Can you imagine one of your prized players wanting to go and play for Hawthorne? They're the enemy, mate. This has got big TC stamp all over it. Probably does, but he's a TC for my club, so it's okay. Well, the uh, other thing that I just don't like don't is like like it. him being like, not even like that, just like, fuck, imagine if fucking when Gaz retired, he started gloating about how it was good that he broke his shoulder because he didn't want Geelong to win a flag and how that would feel as a supporter. Well, no, that's completely different, Joel. That's completely <laughs> different. <laughs> well, no, okay. Uh, that's a bad example. No, but like, it's not like, I'm going like to support it. I support his club that he's now at, which like Smith, Isaac Smith's trying to drum up a bit of goodwill in a hostile he's environment. He's spitting in the faces of his old fans. Yeah, I respect it. Fuck I agree. Them. I agree. I haven't seen him do a video um, thanking the fans. Yeah, that's something that really annoyed yet. me when Beams, when Beams did that. That annoyed me. Always... Do a thank you to the fans that you've dogged. I don't like it, Tom. I don't like Isaac Smith. <laughs> and I hope he does not win a fourth premiership. Well, now, that's you, not to Sean. say that's not to say that I don't want you to have success next year. Well, yes, it's it is. Just that I, no, it, no, it's not. It's just that yes, I hope he rolls his ankle. Shut up. Shut up. Shut the fuck final. up. <laughs> I hope he rolls his ankle in the prelim final. So he doesn't play next week. Yep. Yes, Tom. Okay. But not a serious yeah. injury. We would never hope a serious injury onto someone. But a, oh, a minor we would, setback. Depending, depending on the player. Maybe food poisoning from the grand final breakfast. Late with yeah. milk and ham. Jeez. Anyway, the other thing I, can't, I, I still can't believe about. that move. I can't yeah. believe it. It's really bizarre. It's It took me by surprise because I wasn't expecting it. 
I thought all of our focus would be on Cameron, which... Quick question, boys. So the reason GWS have matched is that they they want more than a pick because they're not going to be able to get yes. a better pick than what the AFL were going to give them uh, from Geelong. But they want like ready-made players. They've, they're apparently very interested in Brandon Parfit, but from what I'm hearing, Parfit is days away from signing a two-year deal at the Cats, so they're not going to get him. Radigal has been thrown around, but it's unlikely he's going anywhere. The only one is Clark wanting to go to Freo might see a bit of a pick swap to get Hogan to the Giants. I don't know. It, it's Narkel was apparently another one and Constable uh, who's fallen out just because can't get the opportunities in the midfield. So I don't know. Talented it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see who goes to the Giants from the Cats. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know whether it's like, it might be Constable because they're losing a few midfielders. Um, I, I just... I don't know who else would be danger. Gettable. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, who who else is gettable for them for what they want? Like, yeah. they want, you know, they a want ready a big main probably, player. Yeah. And there's just, they're either contracted or not leaving. Imagine it's a straight swap. Fucking Jez for Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> that would be insane. Oh, wow. Um, but then that ruins the dream that I have, which is my two favorite boys kicking heaps of goals together. Yeah. I, I don't think that. Uh, that would be the most... You wouldn't bother. If you were either of those teams and that was a trade, you'd be like, why are we doing this? And the question I do have on top of that, boys, mm. so they didn't match the Williams deal. So yep. Zach Williams has gone for a, a similar amount of money to Cameron, to to the Blues. Yeah. I think it's yep. like eight or 900 over five years. Yeah. So they don't match that one. They're happy with the compo from that pick. But I just wager, is it just because they're like, now nah, fuck you, Geelong. You're taking out no. our superstar, no, uh, Tom Zach Williams. No, Tom. Jeremy it's because, Cameron. Yeah, like what Tom. the fuck? No, no. But hear me out. Hear me out. If you're if you're Jeremy, no, Tom. Is, hear us no, no, out. No. That's insane. Just Jeremy you're not, Cameron. You're not listening, if you're, Tom. If you're <laughs> Jason McCartney and you want ready-made players to plug back in, surely you match both deals and you try to get the best deal possible for both players. No, Tom. Tom. The Zach they Williams can't match both because there's a salary cap. And the Zach. They've looked at both. They can't afford Jeremy Cameron anyway. Mate, if they could keep him, they would go up to 900, whereas you're not going to pay 900 for Williams. It's just a Carlton yeah. weird fucked thing that they did. Carlton really wanted Tom, him and they've overvalued him. I just would have thought you would have matched both. I'm not saying no. you don't match Cam- Absolutely, the Giants, I knew they were going to match it because of course you would, but I figured you'd try to match both to try to get players no. to slot back in. Tom, I know you're blinded by how much you just want Jeremy Cameron playing at your club. Like, without, you just want to, just done, so you're like, fuck, I can't believe this is happening, and you can think about next year. But unfortunately, Jeremy Cameron is one of the biggest names in AFL, so he's not just going to change clubs. No, 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 don't. So, look, I never expected we'd get him in free agency. I knew the minute that Giants were like, he's worth a fair bit. I'm like, well, they'll match the bid, that's fine. I just don't know why you wouldn't maximise both. That's just... Well, I mean, Sean has pointed out exactly why. The salary cap. Uh, anyway, and while we're just talking about things, like, and I, Sean and I didn't bring this up last week uh, out of respect, but this is How Good's Footy, and this is a very How Good's Footy moment, but unfortunately, Tom, it does involve the Richmond Football Club. They did something on Grand Final Day that we didn't talk about. Uh, we touched on it a little bit, but it was just like we said, if they didn't do this, they'd be dogs, which was the guard of honor for Gaz. But they yeah. went above above and beyond, Tom. And I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, Richmond as a club decided to put their premiership medals in their socks 
so that when Gary retired, his last memory isn't looking at the opposing team wearing premiership medals. I didn't realize that they're not wearing premiership medals in the photo, but they're no, mm-hmm. they're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. That's some good. Look, I will say that's good. I can guarantee you that was probably decided by someone like Basha Hooley or Shane Edwards as opposed to, I don't know, Brennan Gale or someone senior at the club because they still don't have a women's team despite no VFLW side. They, yes. The, um, the final list announcements came out like late last week about the VFL, the men's comp. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Richmond... Um, Richmond have got enough money to, to put together a men's VFL side, but their VFLW license has gone to Port Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Great for Port Melbourne, mm-hmm. but Richmond have said, oh, yeah, but we're, we're doing it in conjunction with Port Melbourne. Fuck off. Like, it, it, they should lose their AFLW license. If you cannot, as, a, as an AFL-level club, afford a state-level league for both of your like national-level competitions, you don't get the national-level one. Yeah, they should sh- smash the Richmond AFLW side up, ship the players around, give it to Hawthorne or Essendon or one of these other clubs that's been actually working towards it for the last few years. So, and the fact that the fact that they've, they've made money again, I'll tell you what, they could put all the medals in their socks they want. Dog moves. I will just point out that disassembling the AFLW Richmond team is just doing the same thing that you're complaining about again, but that's yes. fine. No, uh, <laughs> to, uh, to another club. Like, start another one up because they don't deserve to have one because they've absolutely decided to torch <laughs> lower level. And, and the fact that they're claiming costs. They've won three premierships in four years. Tom, I'm, I'm not saying that the VFLW thing- It's insane. Thing, it's fucking look- trash and I hate Richmond. And it's I just- It fucking kills me- that they're still going to be able to have an AFLW side next year and not invest in the grassroots of the women's competition. That's the thing that's really disappointing. I would like to say- If you're a Tigers women's fan, you should boycott them. I, okay. I agree that the VFLW thing is fucked, but I do not think anyone should be boycotting anything to do with the AFLW, Tom. That's fucked. And whilst (laughs) Richmond have absolutely cooked it, the league is still, you can't, break up a team in protest for them breaking up their own team that will do so much more harm than good. No, I'm anyway. not saying break them up. I'm saying give the license to somebody else. Get someone else's AFLW side in. Because it's just because what what do they learn from they can just do whatever they want. They don't take they don't take the competition seriously. And if you don't take it seriously, you don't deserve to be in there. And when I say boycott it, what I mean is I know that uh Richmond have like you can be a, a member of the women's team and the money goes to the women's team. But it's like, well, no, why should my money be propping up you guys when you've got it? If they if they pulled their men's VFL side as well, okay, you start to go, all right, so something's going on at state level. But no, they can still afford to pay for their men's VFL side. So it's just choosing not to. It's just choosing to, to fuck with the women's competition because they don't respect it enough. And I don't, look, I, I really like the, the shine of respect, sign of respect given to Gaz. I think that's fantastic. There are players at Richmond that we talked about last week. That seem like good blokes, but on the face of it, I will. I just can't. I can't cop it, boys, and I never will. It's a disgrace that they've done this. And if my if Geelong if I found out tomorrow that Geelong were pulling their VFLW side, fuck me, they'd get. Well, I couldn't go see them in person because I can't travel to Geelong at the moment. But I'd probably write them a strongly worded letter. I would hope so, um, Joel. Just on your point, mm. if I may, the architect of the put the medals away out of respect for Gary was none other than Jack Rewalt. Fuck. Oh, really? Yep. You can tell because his, da- his, his family were good blokes, good people. Mm. Mm. And maybe he is too. 
Maybe. When the siren sounded. You could say yeah. that about a lot of players, Tom. It's true. Mitch Robinson. I mean, Tom, when I used to play hockey, I was a mad cunt on the court. <laughs> Off the court. Lovely. Uh, One of the nicest people. <laughs> <laughs> One of the friendliest people you'll ever meet. Yeah. And Literally, sure. game starts, you're threatening to like choke someone out with a hockey stick. The buzzer yeah. goes, you're like, oh, well done, mate. You all right? Do you want to get a coffee? Yep. <laughs> yep. That's me. And yeah, Jack, Jack Rewalt on the field. Maybe a rat-faced cunt, but maybe <laughs> his rat face will be doing good when the siren sounds. And that's nice. See, I'm open to that, Tom. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Um, Joel. Tom. That's a lot of trade talk. Have we got any emails? So we've got a couple. Uh, we are still accepting applications for the All-Australian Emailers How Goods Footy team. So look, if you haven't applied yet, the application window is still open and we are reviewing every entrant. Uh, no one is instantly denied. So uh, look, even if you think you don't have a chance because you've been chewed out by this podcast, shoot us an email. Let us know. Argue your case. So uh, <laughs> first off the bat... Uh, we got an email from a website uh, that hosts one of our podcasts uh, <laughs> indicating that we get comments on that website. Something that I've been podcasting for nearly 10 years. Something I did not know was possible. Anyway, someone's commented on our 2020 AFL Grand Final episode. Again, no name associated with it, but it just says, Suck eggs, boys. Go tigs. Anonymous threat. Rude. Email us next time. 
Put a name to it. Hey, Jack Rewalt, stop commenting shit <laughs> on our podcast. Whoever wrote that's a coward. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a Brendan Gale thing. Uh, so, next email. And Tom, this one's for you. It's from Jack. Not Jack Rewalt this time. Oh, <clears throat> Higgins. Maybe. <laughs> Hi, footy boys. How do you, especially Tom, feel about players like Isaac Smith moving to a rival club? But when it's your club. One of my favourite footy moments is his missed after the siren goal in 2016, but now that he is a Geelong player, I feel really bad about it. Love the podcast, Jack. And this is important just before we answer it, just to give you a bit of context. Okay. So, P.S. Sorry if this email is terrible, but it's my first time at the pub in eight months. (laughs) (laughs) Good on you. Um, to answer that, I will just say you can still enjoy him missing in 2016. Like, you absolutely can. And Sean knows the rules. TCs are only TCs when they go somewhere else. When they go to your club, it's all right. Yeah. I would not want a Collingwood player. And yeah, same. Yeah, like... Well, this... Yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> I wouldn't Unless want it's Trelaw. Unless it's Trelaw, because he seems like a good bloke. Yeah, and also if yep. Collingwood don't like them because they're like they seem to be too nice for the club, then yeah, I'll absolutely take them. But yeah, like fuck. Yeah. That period of time where Dugowie was like sniffing around Essendon or Essendon was sniffing around Dugowie, I was looking at my scarf and I was like, fuck, I reckon there's lighters in this house. Don't tempt me, boys. Don't Ooh. fucking tempt me. <laughs> what a world that is where Dusha has to pick a new footy team on this show. Fuck I hate Dugowie so much that it would almost be the case. Um, well, it'd be like the AFLW where you just flip flop every fucking season. Yep, and I no, you know what? You, you'd get on North Melbourne. You should. Oh, oh no, no, no! You get on Sydney because you've got that Sydney beanie that you wear all the time. Yeah, I love I that Sydney. Beanie. I reckon he would get on Brisbane. I would get on Brisbane. Yes. Yeah, he would. Yeah. I, and uh, I hope you're looking I'll- forward to me again due to COVID and everything being fucked. Flip flopping again this AFLW season. Yep, I am. Yeah, because this year was meant to be acidin, but not fucked. <sighs> and guys, final email. Uh wait, actually no. Uh this one's from Baz, who oh. listeners of the show may remember is still in football jail. <laughs> 2020's not over yet, Baz. You haven't finished your <laughs> sentence yet, mate. Um look, in all fairness to Baz, he just <laughs> I've read the email, so Baz, it's got to one of us. Uh <laughs> Look, the content is basically that maybe Geelong are pieces of shit and maybe Richmond are okay. Uh, Baz, wrong, wrong show, mate. Wrong yeah. show, Baz. Baz, look. Maybe, but also come back in 2021. Please keep email on the show, and if you send us something good, we might read it out. You might. Maybe you'll get off, let off with bail. Maybe you should plead your case. Maybe it's time for an early release, Baz. Anyway, Tom, if people want to email us, where can they find us? Yeah, so if you want to email us and let us know how you feel about if your favorite player was traded to your greatest rival, you can send an email to howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually, I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Carney from 55. And I'm at Deuce 13. And if one of my favorite players got traded to Collingwood, I'd probably burn down the MCG and kill myself. Thanks for listening, everyone. Even 
when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.